Fuck. Welcome to America's Podcast, The Shameful Dead, your weekly recap and review podcast for AMC's uh, wet fart of a program. Uh, my name is Doug. With me, as always, is nobody, because nobody wants to do this, including this guy. Thumbs are pointing at me, by the way. All right. Um, so, season 10, The Walking Dead. Why are we doing this? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I really didn't want to do this, but I felt like I owed it to you. Um, the opening theme song this week was from Grease 2. It's a song about pretending to be a soldier to get laid from, uh, yeah, from the better of the two Grease movies. Haven't seen Grease 2? Go check it out. Better than what we were watching. But this season, I made a choice. I'm going to be more positive. If I'm going to continue to watch this show and talk to you guys about it, I'm going to say some good things. Okay? I've got one <laughs> sitting in the uh, the hopper. All right? There might be some other ones. We'll see. I'm all by myself. Both Jermaine and Johnny T couldn't be bothered. They said it snuck up on them, but, I mean, we knew this was happening for months. Uh, so this is probably going to be one of the worst episodes. So if this is your first time listening, uh, I'm sorry. Stop. Uh, okay. So I'm going to do a brief recap just to keep my thoughts in in uh, line to just, you know, have some kind of guidance. <sighs> Shit. Okay. The show starts with a satellite, an old Soviet Union satellite, and it's crashing to Earth. Oh, no. Now, initially, since it's been so long since I've seen this show, I'm like, oh, fuck. Maybe it's something cool. Maybe it's like a... Uh, they're going to learn where the walkers came from, or maybe it's some kind of, um, this was a genetic, uh, or, um, bio warfare, um, weapon that was used to create these zombies. And guess what? The antidote is in this crazy Soviet, uh, satellite. And then I thought, oh, wait a minute, this is the walking dead. That's not going to be, it's not going to be anything that cool. Um, so we find out later spoilers, by the way, I do spoiler alerts pretty early and I only give you one. Uh, it just causes a forest fire, which uh, presses the issue between the two groups. Uh, the collective, I'm just going to call them the collective. Uh, this is your survivors that we know and love, I guess, what we call the good guys. And there's a deep, rewarding philosophical discussion about who are the good guys in this uh, episode. If you want to check that out, go watch the episode. Um, but anyway, the good guys, the collective, are going to be your Alexandria, your fish market, your kingdom survivors. I guess kingdom is no more. Um, and then that other place, Hilltop, but we don't see it. Who knows where Maggie is? They mention her name. I don't care. Um, so uh, them, the collective, and uh, the face people, the skin, skin, skin jobs. Um, skin jobs, what is that from? This is where our co-host would come in. Uh, handy. I don't know, some sci-fi thing. Anyway, the uh, Whispers. So anyway, there's this, a weird like peace treaty where there's no war because the Collective is going to stay on their side of the fence and then the um, Whispers is going to stay on their side of the fence and everything's hunky-dory, although everybody's tense. So uh, once we go back to Earth... <laughs> uh, we see that the Collective is on the beach uh, basically doing drills where... I guess they progressed to Roman times in our uh, rebuilding of society or whatever this is. Uh, they've got, uh, like, shields. They're moving as one. I don't know if that's a phalanx. I don't know enough. Didn't play Age Empire as much. 
Uh, but they have spears, and they're moving as one. They're putting the uh, shields down. The archers are going, and they're trying to uh, do this drill. And they're doing it on like a capsized boat full of a shitload of people. It's like a it's like a, a clown car that floats that I guess washed up on shore. And it could be some kind of boat full of survivors, but I like to think it was like a gambling cruise or some kind of like sick like um, group of group of people that went into international waters to get us to some fucking gross stuff. So I'm okay with uh, the slaughter that happens, but there's just so many of them that just keep coming up. Anyway, it's just to let you know that even though uh, war is not happening, they're preparing for war. So I guess you can prepare for war and uh, whatever, do something with peace at the same time. I don't know. Uh, so, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Uh, we see a lot of slow-mo uh, kills with Michonne slicing people's faces off, which I enjoyed. Uh, so that's positive. See, that's two positive things. You guys haven't heard the second one yet. Um, or the first one. All right. So, uh, what else gets up? They, they do here. Uh, Carol is a fisherman now and, um, she's out fishing and it makes you think, why don't they just do this all the time? Like if they have enough, uh, docks, they could just roll up stakes and float from one place to another. Uh, I'm sure that the zombies or walkers can swim or at least survive in the water. We've seen them come out of the water several times, but they can't, they're not going to be fast. And unless they're floating, and even if you're floating, you ever tried to get up on a boat? It's hard. Uh, so I think they should do more with the boating, but I guess it uh, takes away from the drama. Uh, that's beside the point. Uh, Carol likes being alone, likes working hard and just being away from her troubles, because I guess she doesn't like uh, we later find out, um, ah, we'll just go to it. Another spoiler alert. Sorry, that's two. And normally don't do this. Uh, at the end of the episode, she sees Alpha, which is the head of the skin jobs, the whispers. And there's a stare down like Carol hates her fucking guts and wants her dead. And I guess being on a boat is a way of her just getting herself away from the situation. Um, actually getting herself from any kind of trouble. Uh, for her own good, for the good of everybody else? Sure. Um, she goes on a little date with uh, Daryl. They talk about being best friends. Um, Daryl's like, let's just run away. And by the end of it, Daryl's like, no, we can't run away. We gotta protect these people or be here for them. Uh, that's basically it for those folks. Um, <laughs> we'll get into, uh, like I said, the the one thing I really liked about this episode. Uh, Carol does it uh, during the fire scene. Okay, uh, also while this is going on, they find a face, a whisperer face washed up on the shore, or Judith finds it. Judith is a uh, badass, as we know. And uh, she finds a face. Uh, I'm thinking it was, I'm glad that they clarified it's probably from the whispers because we just saw Michonne like cut a face uh, of a zombie off at the beach and it went into the water. I'm like thinking, I guess that's just uh, her daughter found the zombie she, uh, whatever, brutally uh chopped to pieces but i guess it is a whisperer face and this confirmed later when they send out uh two-man teams to go investigate the area they they discover a campsite and they discover a skin full skin person so they conclude that the whispers are out and about maybe crossing into their territory uh and they're on edge um there's a debate whether to tell people the truth and scare them or lie to them for quote-unquote the greater good it's a brilliant, another brilliant, deep philosophical uh, discussion. Uh, you guys can go watch the show for that. Uh, 
And I guess there's just several like moments throughout the episode where they think about crossing the border into Whisper's territory or about to. Uh, Jesus Christ. There is a deer. There is a CGI deer in this episode. Now, I don't know if you guys have been watching the show for a long time, but I think it was a... I can't remember if it was The Kingdom. I don't know what the situation was. It was a couple seasons back, but there was a CGI deer that came in, and it looked awful. It didn't look like it It was there, uh, and it was just... It took me out of... I mean, this, the show isn't that uh, engrossing, but it just took me out of the situation so much it made me laugh. I laughed for a second here because it was the same, like, awful CGI, uh, but they didn't learn from their mistakes. I mean, I don't know what you do. I, I would try it a couple times with the um, with a real deer to get him to walk away and then, I don't know, shoot a, cut, make a smash cut and then shoot a dummy deer. I don't know. Do something else. Or fire, I don't know, um, Eric or Aaron, uh, and then just hire people to do real CGI because that was embarrassing. Um, but anyway, that was one of the instances where they were, and they, I think it was, uh, Carol and Daryl following a deer they were hunting and it, uh, died on the other side of the boundary, one of the boundaries. So they couldn't go get it. Carol was pissed. Um, there's another time when Aaron is being all emo and is angry that they're just sitting around and he's tired of being a nice guy and he wants to be, wants to go to war. Oh, I'm so angry. Give me something to break. This is Aaron's inner thoughts, by the way. I'm interpreting them. Uh, don't quote me. So um, he crosses the border, tries to get into a fight with a bunch of zombies, hoping that they're um, whispers so he can take out his frustration on, quote, the bad guys. Uh, and then the last time they cross the border, or the last time I remember, is the satellite comes to Earth. Um, Eugene knows right away it's going to be, it's going to cause a forest fire. I don't know why Eugene... I looked up in the sky, knew the trajectory, and said, hey, that's not going to land in the water, which we're relatively close to. It's going to land in the woods. It can cause a huge uh, forest fire. So uh, the collective, the good guys, uh, go into the woods, and they work really hard, and they put out the fire. Uh, and they get attacked by uh, some walkers. And uh, <laughs> at one point, Carol kills a zombie or grabs it and slits its throat. And I guess it has blood, and the blood's pumping or something that it can spill out from a slip throat and put out some fire which is goofy as fuck but guess what this is a show about zombies if you're not in for goofy uh i don't know what you're here for um but it was fun i mean it's it's something fun to do it's clever i guess we're killing you, know, you can only kill zombies so many times um so that was fun i liked it uh that was my one one good thing now for all the bad stuff uh so they uh there's there's plenty of different Character interactions. I would say that um, Jeffrey Stanley, Morgan, and Ruth uh, Negan, whatever his name is, he is still the best part of the show. And I think he works better by just being there for like, I don't know, like one or two segments. Because he comes in, he has gravity, he steals the fucking, he steals the show. Um, he's... He's playing the good guy. I'm I'm not going to bash anybody's brains in anymore. <laughs> uh, but he's also the harbinger of, hey, if you freak people out, it's going to be an us versus them situation. Uh, and it it always is with these people. So uh, he's like, but I'm, a, I'm not quite an us. So he's worried about himself. He's also worried about the former whisperer, 
uh, Alpha's daughter, can't remember her name, it's not important, who cares, he tells her to watch her back because she's also an outsider. Anyway, the show wanders on, uh, lots more interactions between characters that, I mean, I don't care about, I don't know if you do, uh, I guess there's levity with Eugene and, um, Sadiq and Father Gabriel, they're all in like a My Three Dads type of situation. Um, I think that was a movie from the 80s from the Ted Danson. And I go to your library, look it up. Um, but it's not really funny. It's just, I'm, I'm kind of sick of Eugene. He's like saying, he just says things like, uno momento. And uh, I'm kind of over him. Meanwhile, new Eugene is uh, came in with the new crew. Um, he's the curly hair guy, the musician. And he's flirting up a storm with some rando at the fish market. Um, I, I guess I'd, I'd, I'll take him in the divorce. Give me him, and you can keep Eugene. Uh, so they're all caring for the girl. Sadiq is uh, freaking out. Oh, yeah, there's a, they introduce a new doctor that instantly just, he's on the screen for two seconds and instantly is unlikable. So I'm looking forward to that guy dying. He says something about, it's kind of like we're playing God now that we were before, but definitely now in the apocalypse, uh, you know, we're in charge of life or death. Isn't that crazy? And there was this one moment about, hey, man, are you going to kiss me? And it was uh, not hilarious. It was, I don't know, awful. Uh, but that guy's going to die, so that's going to be cool. Um, I don't know when Michonne's going to leave. I can't believe she's been on the show for as long as she has. Um, I don't know when Black Panther 2 comes out, but, uh, there's no reason she should be hanging on as long as she is. Maybe she asked for a shitload of money and they gave it to her to close out the season. Maybe she had an existing contract. Uh, she's probably gone any episode now. I don't know. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, I don't know if there's much else. Uh, I'm actually watching the episode while I talk to you guys cause I don't have a good remember. And I didn't take notes because... Nobody else is going to show up. I'm not going to put any uh, effort into this. Uh, I guess that's it. I don't know. I just have... Uh, I'm sure there's things I've forgotten about. Those are the most um, jarring things. Overall, I don't know. It's not enough. You guys... Uh, the, the show's not bringing enough. I, I guess it wasn't bad. I liked most of it. I wasn't looking at the clock. Um, but there's not enough intrigue. I know at the end of last season, somebody else was on the radio, but that seems to have been a fluke. We haven't heard from that person yet. Uh, Rick isn't coming back anytime soon because they already told us they're going to make the movies with him, which, good luck with that. Um, movies, I'm sure it'll be some kind of streaming service thing to launch on AMC's. There's so many streaming services, guys. Uh, I'm sorry. Another diatribe, but uh, I only have, you know, so many monthly uh, reoccurring payments in me. Uh, unless these people learn to uh, prevent me from binging, I'm just going to sign up for Disney Plus and, you know, binge everything and then quit that and get back on the Netflix. All right, back on track. Um, overall, I'm going to give this episode, uh, so we rate the episodes on a 10-point scale, uh, 0 through 5 and 0.5 increments. Um, we do not do quarter stars or anything crazy like that. That's nonsense. Nobody does that. Shouldn't do that. Uh, I'm going to give it a a two. I don't know. Kind of less the middle of the road. I don't know what I was expecting. Uh, I wasn't excited about this, but I thought they they had a chance to bring more intrigue or, I don't know, pique my interest. 
Um, I still don't like the new folks. The existing folks are hit and miss with me. I mean, Michonne's good. Um, Carl, not Carl. Have I been calling um, Daryl Carl all episode? Probably. <laughs> Guys, just go back, re-listen to this episode. Anytime I say Carl, substitute Daryl. Um, that's what I was meaning. Uh, anyway, Daryl's fine. I'm glad he's, he has no other plans. He's going to stick around The Walking Dead until then. Oh, and by the way, more news. They just renewed season uh, Walking Dead for season 11, so we're going to have more of this to look forward to. And they did it before this episode premiere, so I don't know why they thought it was a good idea. Who knows? Uh, But Maggie will be back. Oh, great. I've really been missing Maggie. Anyway, uh, so the season is not off to a great start. This podcast, not off to a great start. And I'm fine with that, you know? Um... With, maybe I'll start watching a show I care about or that I like and I think is done well. But until then, I guess I'll see you guys next Tuesday. 